Welcome to Realm of Faith Radio with Reverend Talks and Akuna Dejuo. This month, we began a new series on the name of Jesus. You will learn how Jesus obtained his name and you will get acquainted with the power back that wonderful name of Jesus. Don't miss any episode. Every believer has a legal right to use that name. Every believer has a right to exercise authority over the devil through the use of the name of Jesus. In my name. In my name. If you were to listen to the modern preacher, you'll think that demons have left the earth. Maybe they're in Pluto now or Saturn or something. Or you think they're in the slums somewhere. You know? Uh, but listen, demoniacal powers are just as real today as they've always been. But as a believer in Christ, we need not be afraid of them. Because the devil is beneath our feet. And we can exercise our authority over him. Right now, here's Robin Talks with today's message. How to use the name of Jesus. Part 4 episode three now some people have come to meet me in time past asked me to agree with them concerning something and then i told them all right you keep quiet and then let me pray and then see if you agree with it or i will keep quiet and let you pray and then i agree with you you know if you're praying and i'm praying we may be praying in different directions so many times they'll tell me i should go ahead and pray so i do and then after i'm done i ask them is it done and sometimes they say well I, I guess so. Then I tell them, no, it's not done. I'm believing you are guessing. Sometimes they say, I hope so. Well, it's not done. Amen. Jesus said, it shall be done. When we come in line with God's word, one other fellow said to me one time, I asked him about, I said, how, how did that situation go? He said, well, it didn't exactly quite work. You know, what we prayed didn't exactly quite come. He said, and actually, I wasn't really expecting it. I felt like, why did you waste my time? I was expecting it. I agreed. I didn't know you weren't in agreement. So, it takes just two or three. Let me tell you something. Sometimes we think that if I can just get many people praying, you know, someone is in a crisis. You go on Facebook, please pray for me. There's this situation. In actual fact, people rarely pray those prayers. And rarely, you know. And sometimes people think if I can just get the more the people that pray, the merrier. Listen, you can't get many people to pray to save your life. The more the people, sometimes the more the unbelief. Two or three, that will get the job done. Amen. We agree in his name. He said it shall be done. It shall be done. It shall be done. Amen. Deuteronomy 32, 30. The Bible says, how should one chase a thousand? And two put ten thousand to flight. So you see, there's multiplied prayer power in agreement. God had told Israel in Leviticus 26 that one of you would chase a thousand. Amen. So, but if one will chase a thousand, then one apart, you know, one here, one there, that's five thousand, that's two thousand. But when they come together, it's ten thousand. So they are five times more effective than if they had done their thing separate. So there's multiplied prayer power when we agree. Praise God. So that's another use of the name. So first we said we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Second, we demand our rights in the name of Jesus. That's another use of the name. Third, in the prayer of agreement. And then a fourth use of the name of Jesus that we see is in Mark 16. Mark 16, verses 17 and 18, where Jesus said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. Now, the, the literal Greek actually says, these signs shall accompany the believing ones. Now, somebody may be following you, but they are one kilometer behind you. They are following you, but they are far behind you. You know? So, it's not following that kind of sense. It's accompanying. 
They are going right along with you. These signs will accompany the believing ones. In my name. In my name. What will they do in my name? The first of them said, in my name shall they cast out devils. Every believer can do this. We see an example of this use of the name of Jesus in Acts 16. From verse 16 to 18. There was that lady that had a spirit of divination. The literal Greek actually says a uh, spirit of python. Uh, a spirit of divination. She was a soothsayer. She was a fortune teller. And she followed Paul and his company many days. And then the Bible says Paul grieved in the spirit. Said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And he left that hour. Praise God. So in the name of Jesus, we exercise authority over the devil. Now, if you're going to use that name, there are three things that are necessary, actually, in using the name of Jesus, in exercising authority over the devil, in casting out devils, breaking his power. First, you must be a child of God. If you're not, now you're your day on your own. Remember the seven sons of Sceva in Acts 19, you know? And um, they had saw, seen... Yeah. other people using the name they said in the name of Jesus whom Paul preacheth and then the devil said to them said Jesus I know Paul I know one translation says Jesus I know Paul I am acquainted with said but who are you and then the person who had the demon leaped on them stripped them naked all seven of them ran out of the place amen why they weren't born again and because they weren't born again the name did not belong to them you see, the name belongs to the church. So the first thing, to be able to cast out devils or exercise authority over the devil through the use of the name of Jesus, you must be a child of God, be born again. Second, you must not have any unconfessed or unforgiving sins in your heart. <laughs> you mustn't. Otherwise, the devil will laugh at you. You mustn't have any unconfessed or, or unforgiving sins in your heart. See, 1 John 1, 9 says, if you confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The moment you ask God to forgive you, he forgave you, and he doesn't remember it ever happened. Amen. So don't go digging into the past somewhere. He can't remember. You're walking in fellowship with God now. You see, 1 John 3, 20 and 21, the Bible says, uh, and if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts and knoweth all things. It says, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence towards God. 1 John 3, 20 and 21. So you see, the time we'll have confidence towards God and also before the devil is when our hearts aren't condemning us. And if there's something, if you had a fellowship with God, your conscience knows and your conscience should be condemning you. But if you don't have unconfessed sins in your heart, then you're forgiven. Then you can use the name of Jesus. You can exercise authority over the devil. Amen. It's important we live right. So we are bold toward the adversary. Bold toward him. So first, you must be a child of God. Second, you must not have any unconfessed or unforgiving sins in your heart. And third, you need to know the power in the name of Jesus. You need to know the power in the name of Jesus. To be able to exercise the authority in that name, you need to know the power in the name of Jesus. Praise God. So, the first of the signs, Mark 16, 17, in my name shall they cast out devils. Then he said they shall speak with new tongues. Whoa! You know, we can do that in his name. In his name. In his name. Then he said they shall take up serpents. Now, does that mean you just play with a snake because you want to prove something? No. That's talking about being accidentally beaten by a snake like 
Paul was in Acts 28. Uh, the viper fastened itself to his hand. The Bible says he shook off the beast in the fire and felt no harm. And when that whole place, that whole island, when they saw what had happened, it caused them to turn to the Lord. So we can claim immunity in that name. One time I was stung by a scorpion. Someone says, what did you do? I just claimed immunity in the name. Say, so how did it affect you? It didn't affect me in any way. Another time I was stung by bees. What did I do? I just claimed immunity in that name. In the name. In my name. In my name. In my name. Say, so they shall take up serpents. Amen. Of course, not to prove something, but if you get accidentally beaten by a snake, you can claim immunity. He said, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Then the last of them, he said, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. That's one of the signs as to follow us in the name. In the name. Who's the sign to follow? Every believer. Any believer. Who can lay hands on the sick? You can. You should. You ought to have a reputation of getting the sick healed. Listen, you are not the one who's going to heal them. It's the name. It's the name. The name will get the job done. So just go forth in that name and lay hands on them and tell them to expect to recover. They will. They will. In his name. In his name. So that's another use of the name of Jesus. In doing signs and in doing wonders. You see, the early church, if you read, you'll discover that the Sanhedrin, the, 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 the council, they weren't so much afraid of their preaching about the resurrection as much as they were afraid of that name. They said, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine. They said, we don't want you to speak henceforth in that name. Why? The name of Jesus was the battle axe in their ministry. You see, the name of Jesus is our credential in miracles. Like you talk about, bring your credentials, your bachelor's degree, your master's degree, your doctorate degree. Listen, the name of Jesus, that gives us our credentials in the supernatural because the power is in the name. In that name, we do signs and wonders. In that name, we preach the gospel fearlessly. In that name, we go forth, amen, and do the miraculous in his name, in his name. So, talking about how to use the name of Jesus, we said, number one, we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. Number two, we demand our rights in the name of Jesus. Then we said, number three, the prayer of agreement is also in the name of Jesus. Then number four, signs and wonders that follow us in the name the fifth use of the name of jesus i want to talk about is in james chapter 5 james chapter 5 verses 14 and 15 the bible says is any sick among you let him call for the elders of the church now sick there actually means someone who's so sick he cannot help himself probably is a baby christian he doesn't know first peter 2 24 he doesn't understand his redemptive rights he's at that place he can't help himself and he needs help well the bible says let him call for the elders of the church now that that could even be written to the church it means that the uh, james wasn't expecting there will be any sick among the church but he's saying just in case there is now you don't want to go to many churches today and ask is any sick among you the question is more like is any well among you because it looks like many quarters now. So many believers are sick and it's, it's, it's an anomaly. Shouldn't be that way. But he said, just in case there's any who's sick among you. says, let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. 
in the name of the Lord. So you see, it's not the oil that does it. It's the name that does it. Anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. It says, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if you have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Why will the Lord raise him up? Because he was anointed with oil in the name. You see, the name takes the place of the resurrected Lord. When prayer is offered in that name, it brings the power of God on the scene. Amen. So that's scriptural. It's not the only method, but it's one method. We can anoint the sick with oil in the name of Jesus. Now don't forget, it's not the elders that save the sick. It's not the oil that saves the sick. It's the prayer of faith that saves the sick. The prayer of faith will work with or without the elders. The prayer of faith will work with or without the oil. And you can pray that prayer of faith as much as anybody else can. Amen. It's the name that does it. You anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And then that same Lord will raise him up. Amen. Because his name, his name takes the place of the risen Lord. Praise God. So that's a fifth use of the name. A sixth use of the name that we see in scripture. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20. The Bible says, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we can and we should thank God in the name of Jesus. So we praise and worship the Father in the name of Jesus. Our worship, it may seem crude. You know, the voice may be like mine, not quite there. But once it's done in that name, it becomes a sweet smelling aroma to the Father. Hebrews 13, 15 says, By him, let us offer to God the sacrifice of praise that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. So we actually can magnify that name. We can praise that name. We can extol that name. And also we actually praise the Father in the name. So praise and worship is in the name of Jesus. It's in the name of Jesus. That's what makes our praise and our worship acceptable to the Father. Because it's done, it should be done in the name of Jesus. Once we do it in that name, then he accepts it. Then it pleases him. Praise God. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by him. Somebody said that makes it very narrow. Yeah, that's what the Bible teaches. So for the sinner to get to Jesus is through the name of Jesus. To get to God is through the name of Jesus. It's that name. It's that name. To, for the believer to praise and worship the Father, to pray, to have access to the Father's heart, it's also in that name. Amen. So praise and worship should be done in the name. Sometimes you're praising God, worshiping God. You don't feel anointed. You don't feel the presence of God. You don't feel like your, your, your praise is getting anywhere. But listen, are you doing it in the name? If you are, then it's pleasing to the Father. It's the name. It's the name. It's the name. It's the name. That name. Amen. We praise God. We worship him in the name of Jesus. Then the seventh for the, and for the sake of this study and final use of the name uh, of Jesus I'm talking about today, we see in Colossians chapter 3 verse 17, where the Bible says, and whatever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Colossians 3 17. So we are actually to do everything we do in the name of Jesus. What about doing the video recording in the name of Jesus? 
What about sweeping the floor in the name of Jesus? What about preaching the word of God in the name of Jesus? What about teaching the class in the name of Jesus? What about arranging the seats in the name of Jesus? What about answering the call in the name of Jesus? What about going home after work today in the name of Jesus? What about giving somebody uh, a wave uh, or a high five if, if you can in the name of Jesus? We are to do everything in the name of Jesus. Wear your face mask in the name of Jesus. Praise God. In the name. In the name. In the name. In the name. You see, that name is intrinsically tied to the life of the church. We are to do all in the name. We are to sing about the name. We are to magnify the name. We are to go out in the name. Amen. Do your work in the name of Jesus. Send that email in the name of Jesus. Amen. Read that email in the name of Jesus. You see, when you do it in his name, you are doing it as his representative. Amen. He's there at the right hand of the Father. We are here physically on the earth. See, when I pray in his name, it's as though he's the one who's doing the praying. Amen. Praise God. I'm here to take his place. I'm here to act in his stead when I use that name. Amen. Have you been using the name of Jesus like you should? Have you been conscious of that name like you should? The name, the name. You know, Proverbs 18.10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run it into it and they are safe. Listen, we live in that name. We are baptized into that name. We are immersed into that name. And there is safety in that name. There is safety in that name. There is wholeness in that name. There is healing in that name. There is deliverance in that name. There is victory in that name. There is financial provision in that name. Amen. And you know our conference. We are going to have more, than, more money than we need. In the name of Jesus. It is going to be a successful conference. In the name of Jesus. Lives are going to be transformed in the name of Jesus. The sick are going to be healed in the name of Jesus. A whole lot is going to happen. To the glory of God and the blessing of mankind. And it's because of the name. Because of the name. Because of the name. Amen. What about just magnifying that name? Praising that name. Esteeming that name. Singing to that name. The name above all names. The name above all names. The name above all names. The name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Where to use the name of Jesus. Use the name of Jesus. Take advantage of your rights and privileges in Christ. In the name of Jesus. You can walk in victory over the flesh. Over the world. Over the devil. In the name of Jesus. You can reign in this life in that name. Amen. In the name. In the name. Father. Share it from your heart. Uh, from my heart. What I believe you have for us today. Thank you for a greater appreciation of that name. Thank you because we'll take advantage of the name. The name that's above every name. We'll use that name and we'll do valiantly. Let's say this as we close. The name of Jesus belongs to me. I will make use of that name. I will do signs. I will do wonders in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name. I demand my rights in the name. I go forth in the name. I worship God in the name. Thank you for the name. In that name. In the name of Jesus. 
I walk in victory. Amen. So have a great day in the name of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, well, enjoy your day in the name of Jesus. You've been listening to Rema Faith Radio, brought to you by the partners and friends of Rema Nigeria. We offer training in God's Word and in the things of the Spirit for victorious Christian living and success and fulfilling ministry. Go to RemaNigeria.com to find out more on how to become a student or partner of Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria. Please call 081-01-166836. The number again, 081-01-166836. Kenneth Higgins Rema Bible Training Center Nigeria is here just for you.